to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I am Chris with my lovely bride, Jamie, and I'll, I'll come up with something new next time. Yeah, but, I know, but I love that every time. Every time I love it. Come up with something yeah. new. No, I like it. We'll just keep that there. <laughs> hey, guys, this is my lovely bride, Jamie. If you're not on YouTube, get on YouTube. You got to see her. She's smoking hot. <laughs> So if you're just listening on the podcast, <laughs> yeah, that jump, maybe we can get rid of. Jump first. over to YouTube. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. All right. Well, you know, now we are going to be talking about sins in our marriage today. Mm-hmm. If the title when you clicked on it didn't give it away, and it's going to be a two-part series, mm-hmm. and so we're not talking. And one of the sins isn't because there are that many yeah, there are that sins many. in marriage. <laughs> well, and one of them's not flattery. Right. Uh, I guess maybe false flattery, but maybe, yeah, maybe that could be the know. next episode. So I guess first thing we wanted to make a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Is that the right way of putting it? Like what we're not talking about? Yeah, because there are. And, and I, I, I'm cautious to even say it like this, but in light of what we're talking about, there are kind of categories of sin, mm-hmm. all sin, yeah. horrible, yeah. horrible, all sin all is horrible. Is but when it comes to sins in your marriage, mm-hmm. there are what is termed like the deadly sins. Yeah, that's a good one. And, yeah. and these three deadly sins are abuse, addiction, and adultery. Yeah, definitely. And by deadly sins, it doesn't mean that, like, it is the end of your marriage. Mm-mm. No, it doesn't have to be. Right, but it means it certainly can be. These are mm-hmm. the sins that can kill a marriage very quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, you can recover from them. You can get, but these are the ones you need to get help for. Yeah. You need to walk down a, a road of healing, mm-hmm. kind of a long one usually, yep. to get to true healing. But those aren't going to be the ones we're really focusing on today because they're mm-hmm. each three, their own different categories. Even as counselors, mm-hmm. there are addiction counselors. There are, sure. as marriage yeah. counselors, we deal with adultery a lot. Mm-hmm. But there are addiction counselors. There are abuse counselors. True. And yeah. most of the time, abusers don't ever even go yeah, the abuser themselves aren't, isn't going to go to no. counseling or, or if, like, I guess, look, let me qualify that. The majority of abusers aren't mm-hmm. going to go to counseling. Right. Because the majority of abusers. <laughs> Unless it's court ordered. Yes. I mean, that's the reality. <laughs> that's a good point. Because mm-hmm. so the majority of them aren't doing it because they think that it's wrong. Right. Um, now, not to say that there hasn't been abuse that's happened because somebody has lost control. Maybe they have an addiction and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, but it's not tolerated. Right. Right. That's the bottom line. We don't think you should tolerate them. We actually did a, an entire episode with Dr. Clark talking about enough is enough. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it shouldn't be tolerated. You need help. You shouldn't go it alone. Mm-hmm. It can be recoverable. But it, you're working hard. Yeah, for you're working it. hard on it, and you usually need outside yeah, help. Yeah, this to is do like that. those are like the CPR sins. Yeah. It, it's it's not going to get resolved from listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. That's right. But yeah, I guess is that. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and that's fair. And so mm-hmm. the sins we're going to be talking about more today are sins we like to refer to as the sins of erosion. Mm-hmm. These are yeah. the sins that will eat away at your marriage. Yeah. And I d- we did a reel today on over on Instagram mm-hmm. about, it was about a different topic. It was about avoidance. <laughs> and one of her followers had commented how that was like one of the worst things she did mm-hmm. is to practice avoidance in her marriage. She said, I hated rocking the boat. 
And my response was to her was that, yeah, we avoid the waves. The boat doesn't rock, but we'll eventually sink the boat. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when I think about these sins of erosions, of erosion, that's kind of where they head is it's like you've got this boat. It's doing okay. It'll get a slow leak over here. Mm-hmm. And you patch that up maybe a little bit or you don't. And then you get another slow leak here and you get another slow leak. And then before you know it, you might be going, what the heck has happened? Yeah. How did? How is my boat half underwater now? Mm-hmm. Versus yeah. those deadly sins, boom, you get a massive hole in your boat and it goes down immediately. We're talking about the slow fade, the slow right. sinking holes. Yeah, the, the, the type of things that start to tear at your relationship mm-hmm. that are almost, I guess another analogy, is almost like having a water balloon that you just keep poking little... Yeah. At a, at a time, eventually it's going to pop. But in the meantime, you've got all it's these just leaking. little leaks that are mm-hmm. going on. One of the, the one it's been said. <laughs> let's put it that way. You love that term. Yeah, I do. Well, you know, I, I like <laughs> that, it. That means I don't remember who said it. Exactly. But I'm giving credit to somebody. Other somebody. Than myself. But it's yeah, nothing new under the sun, though. That's true. So that it's not the huge big things that tend to wreck us. It's usually the small things mm-hmm. over time that build up that then we find that end up wrecking us. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I think there's more people that are affected and that are even divorced by these types of sins than Mm. by the big ones. And Mm -hmm. I believe, I, I mean, I would quote it if I had it for sure, but I believe things like adultery and abuse, they're not even the top one or two causes of divorce. Mm-hmm. And so why they do harm a lot of marriages and end a lot of marriages, it's these things, it's these sins that are going on that cause slow fades. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that cause the drift. They're the ones you hear the, well, I fell out of love. Yeah. The great divorce stuff. All yes. That. Mm-hmm. They come from these things, these sins that are left unaddressed. Yeah. And I think that's the point here is We tend to take a lot of the things we're going to talk about, a lot of these sins, and we forget that they're sinful. Mm -hmm. We normalize them. We Mm -hmm. make justifications for them. We excuse them. Excuse them. them. That's what I was thinking. Or or we rationalize with our rational lies. Ooh. Ooh. Look at that. Quote that. Another tweet that. Tweet that. that. Yeah. (laughs) Another little pithy little saying. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess if we could, maybe we could take a step back and kind of generally mm-hmm. give a, a definition of sin. Oh, for sure. Right. So, cause, cause I think everybody has this idea. Okay. Well, we're mm-hmm. sinning against God, which certainly David even said, Hey, that's the problem. Problem is when I did all this stuff, I did. Yeah. It affected this. Mm-hmm. I, I lied to them. I murdered them. Right? Yeah. It may affect all, my marriage. <laughs> yeah, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But ultimately I'm sinning against God. And so yeah. that sin is I'm missing the mark. I, mm-hmm. I'm intentionally doing something that pulls me off from what God asked of me. And instead I'm not in the bullseye. I'm somewhere Mm -hmm. off and sin. The reason it matters is because sin is costly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that, I mean, let's, I guess just lay this right out from the get go. Sin cost God sending his one and only son, Jesus Mm. to die on the cross for us. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. So if that's not costly, yeah, I don't know. But also let's look at Genesis 3, right? When the the fall happened mm-hmm. and Eve ate the fruit, right? And all the, the things happened. Well, there was break in relationship. Mm-hmm. 
death entered in. Yeah. Shame, covering themselves, mm-hmm. blame. Yeah. It's this woman that you gave me. <laughs> You know, so and that's just, who would say that to God? I, I mean, I know you hear that really like, is some, you know, what were they thinking? But I'm like, oh, mm. please tell me I would never say that to God. Like that, that I just sounds really As a bad. recovering pleaser, there's a, there's a lot of deflection that, that I can uh, I can appreciate, and that there is is like hashtag deflection yeah. goals. Um, yeah, when you start blaming God for your sin, like oh, but you know, but ultimately, right? That's those are just a, a couple of the things that sin creates. Mm-hmm. So we've got this breaking relationship. We've got blame going on. We've got deflection. We've got, you yeah. know, all, all this issues and shame and, and lying and just, just, just keep piling on it yeah. instead of this great relationship, this idealized situation mm. that, you know, what it could be Yeah. instead. Yeah. No, it's mm-hmm. true. I mean, even thinking back to the garden, I mean, Imagine had Sid not entered in mm-hmm. what life would be like. Yeah. It's or, a big yeah. deal. Or if it was addressed right away. Right. That's the true face stuff. Because that's another thing. Sin causes a deficit. Mm-hmm. There's a loss. Yeah. And that's where the that kind of erosion, it wears thin certain things. And then eventually we just either stop trying, we stop desiring, mm. we stop connecting, whatever it is. We just don't want to go through that loss anymore. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a worthy topic and we do mm-hmm. want to give some time to raise some awareness that, you know mm-hmm. what, mm-hmm. let's call sin what it is. Sure. Let's <laughs> not justify it as normal. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you've seen it in your family or in your parents or if your friends, you're, oh, yeah. you're going out, you're sharing conversations, same things going on in their lives. Doesn't matter. It's sin. Yeah. Just because it's legacy mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's allowable. Yeah. That doesn't give us a free pass. No. <laughs> it, has, it doesn't. But no, it, it doesn't. It needs mm-hmm. to be aware. We need to be, mm-hmm. oh, because that's one thing that we press, press. Well, one thing we encourage mm-hmm. is awareness. And then once you're aware of something to be intentional about yes. doing something different or doing the yeah. right thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's so good. So <laughs> let's get started with a few of these things that, you know, as counselors, we see in marriages all, all the, the time, time and we see the destruction mm-hmm. of them. But let, let's start here with selfishness. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's one of those things I do a lot in a day that I don't ever pause to think about. Is that selfish? Mm-hmm. That probably is very selfish. Right. And now a, a little disclaimer here. We're all going to do several of these things all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's why we need Jesus. Absolutely. It's why Jesus is such a, an incredible gift Yeah, it's, it's our, to us. It, just amplifies our need, our dependence yes. on a savior. Yes. And so it does go back to what you were mm-hmm. saying. When I am aware, now what am I going to do about it? Right. Absolutely. And then, and just to, to dovetail on that idea of the, all of us are going to have a certain amount of selfishness. Mm-hmm. That's why we're, and we're going to talk about that, but that's why we're, there's so much that's encouraged for us to work against as well as, and I, I feel silly kind of saying this, but people are like, well, they're narcissists and they're narcissists mm-hmm. and they're narcissists. Well, ultimately, we all have a certain amount of a narcissism. Yeah, it, narcissism Narciss- is a spectrum. It's yeah, a real it's a disorder, but it's also a trait yeah, that no, a lot of people have that can be corrected. Absolutely. Well, just the idea. We all have mirrors. 
Yes, that's right. You know what I'm saying? So as yeah. far as a spectrum is concerned, yeah. we all have mirrors. And so there's all, we all have our stuff. We're not just like giving, mm-hmm. giving away our stuff everywhere we walk around. We don't just get out of our cars and hand the, you know, the keys right. to people. So, and it's, so we're not saying in general that this idea of, of having your own things is necessarily bad, but it, when it goes too far. Right. When it, it interferes. Right. And when it causes us to put ourselves above or higher than somebody else's, mm. which go, mm-hmm. which is like, it's, it's exact opposite of what scripture tells us, yeah, definitely. you know, Philippians 12, four says, let each of you not only look to his own interest, mm-hmm. but also to the interest of others. Yeah. And so in just there, that qualifier, you can look at your own interest. Yes. And that's why I said, yeah. that's, that's why I don't want yeah. people out there going, well, I just can't ever. No, yes, you can. And we do, mm-hmm. right? We have it. But so look at your own interests. Like, even the greatest command, love God and then love others as mm-hmm. yourself. So you got to love yourself as part of loving others. That's right. So you look at your interests, but we got to be aware of other people's interests. We got to have that awareness and then do something about it. Right. And in, in, in 1 John three seventeen, it basically says, if you see the needs in mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. and you don't meet them, how can God's love be abiding in you? Ooh, yeah. That's a big deal in your marriage. And so if I'm entering in my marriage and my mindset is your ways are dumb. I don't care what you want. I don't care what mm. you think. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. You get a little bit of right fighting in there. Yeah. And it's like my way or the highway. This is what we're going to do. This is mm-hmm. where we're going to go. This is whatever. And I don't really care what you're thinking. Yeah, I'll give you one better. And then and there's going to be people out here. You're always one-upping me. <laughs> <I> know, one-upping. <laughs> but there's going to be people who are listening to this are going to go, ooh, are they talking about us? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. But who have said, okay, you know what? I am right until you tell me something and until you could prove that you're right. And until you could prove that you're right, then we're yeah. going to do it my way. Yeah. Gosh, mm-hmm. that sounds good on paper. But it sounds, it does to me. I don't know. No, (laughs) no, but it does. Like that sounds very logical. Like, unless you can, uh, here's my own sin on display. You know, it feels like, you know what? I'm going to go with my way until you prove to me why your way might be better or even should be considered an option. You know, but I mean, that's selfish. Yeah. And that's not how a marriage with equal partners Mm works. Mm -hmm. I want to go through life looking for you, looking out for you and your needs. Yeah. Well, and we're resources for one another. Right. So if I'm just considering my own needs and I'm not considering the interest of others, Mm -hmm. right? So, well, I could say that I'm considering, I'm doing this for you, but am I? Right. Because if I'm not including you in that decision. Right. Sure. Then it's just, then it's just mine. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty much. Okay. Let's Let's talk about the unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. And grudge holding. Yeah. You Which know. those two things can hold hands. Oh, yeah. yeah they're, mm-hmm. they're partners. I mean, mm-hmm. we can talk about them separately, but let's we'll, we'll, we'll combine those two right. friends. Yeah. And again, we're not really talking about the adultery, the abuse, the no. addiction. Yeah. We're not talking about the deadly sins in yeah. this situation. Please go back to to time stamp 1.45. Yeah, that's right. But the truth of forgiveness mm-hmm. is still in God's word. It's going to apply to all situations. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That, mm-hmm. that is an umbrella. And so, in fact, we're not going to spend too much time even talking about that. Mm-hmm. And even in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, 12, and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors, right? So we're we're asking to be forgiven by God 
as we've mm. are, are in this process of forgiving other people. And there's definitely a lot of verses out there about forgiveness or, and the benefits, and science is caught up with that. Mm-hmm. Science says, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Your unforgiveness does sap at yeah. your uh, at your soul, and, and it does that. But just thinking about the the grudge holding, Ephesians four thirty one. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be mm. put away from you along with malice. Do you, do, you, do you get that feeling of this list of just kind of yeah. this grudge stuff that Paul's just going, I'm going to wrap this up, mm-hmm. but, but get the point. And James, I love James. There must have been a lot of issues going on around in the Church of Jerusalem based off of James's <laughs> writing because he just gave a smackdown. But anyways, yeah, James don't play. James don't play. <laughs> James 4.1, what causes fights among you? Mm. Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? Mm. Right? So we're having these these issues. We're holding on to these grudges, and it's causing these conflicts. It's a break in relationship. Mm-hmm. It's we felt a loss, and now we're going to be regaining our loss, and then other people take yeah. the loss for And that. forgiveness is what builds that rebuilds that path sure absolutely it's what opens that back up again and Mm -hmm. i mean let's also talk about the lack of forgiveness how much resentment comes with that absolutely and we've talked about that before resentment is relationally crushing Mm -hmm. it will crush the air right at the life right out of it and i've even got hebrews 12 15 see to it no one fails to obtain the grace of god that no root of bitterness Mm -hmm. springs up and causes trouble and by it become defiled. So just mm-hmm. this kind of drives some of that message home. We can defile our relationships. I don't know. Is that worse than erosion? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like it. Because this root of bitterness that we hold on to can spring up and cause trouble. Well, and you think about like roots. I mean, just mm. as you were reading that, mm-hmm. like roots, they're much harder. When you allow something to take root, yeah. it's a lot harder to rip up. And when you also allow something to take root, if you think of that image, picture of the tree with mm. how widespread the roots go. Yeah. They don't just stay in one little area. Mm -mm. They start, I mean, I've seen, well, I haven't seen, but like roots that have gone under houses that start ripping up the foundation. Mm. Mm. There you go. There's there's an analogy for you. Look at that on the spot. It's crushing that. Yeah. You so know, roots it, are a big deal. Oh, absolutely. And even Proverbs 10, 12 talks about hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. Yeah. Just, just yeah. a little help to, well, what do I do? Here we go. Yeah. And when I'm thinking like that, that unforgiveness, having unforgiveness in your heart and that grudge holding, mm, mm-hmm. you get no rest Ooh. when you haven't forgiven somebody. True. You're on guard all the time. You've got mm-hmm. to constantly justify yep. why they deserve not to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. You've got to, you're always <laughs> yeah. looking out for grudges to hold. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's no peace there. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. your spouse could have done something wrong and hurtful. Yep, absolutely. And again, we're mm-hmm. not just talking adultery, things like that, but they could have done something wrong and hurtful. And you're over here mad for, mad about it for the next year. Mm building mm-hmm. resentment, holding a grudge, they don't even know. Yeah, true. Your lack of forgiveness does not mean that they don't have peace. Mm-mm. They can have total peace and contentment with their lives and what they're doing, whether you've forgiven them or not. The only person your unforgiveness is harming is yourself. Yeah, and I didn't, I forgot to look this one up, but Paul even talks about that we are ministers of reconciliation. Oh, yes, 
right? Yeah. So that's our job. Yes. That he's yes. given to each and every one of us. And so as long as it's up to us, we are supposed to be reconciled. Mm-hmm. So maybe the other person, if they're not willing, okay, well, but if we're holding the grudge, if we're holding the unforgiveness, that's eh, going to get in the way. It is. And yeah. I mean, even along those lines, we are ambassadors for Christ. Mm-hmm. We're sharing, we're representing him. How can we ever even think about representing Christ well without showing forgiveness? Absolutely. Is there anything more Jesus was about than undeserved offering Mm. of forgiveness. Yeah, unmitigated grace. Yes, and that's like Believer 101. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy, but I'm pretty confident dying on the cross was not easy. And so to Mm -hmm. think that I'm not going to forgive you because of some painful situation, even in its most difficult degree... Who am I to not forgive you when I have a savior who went to the cross and died to forgive people who gave a rip Absolutely. whether or not they sent him there? Absolutely. And look, even if it feels like a supernatural act that has yes. to occur, yeah. well, you know what? We have a supernatural savior. That's right. And a supernatural father who want who who asked this of us. So go to prayer. Ask mm-hmm. for them to give the grace needed to be able to come through with that. Yeah. And and that's the thing. These things, I think we wait around a lot for things to feel right or Mm. to be easy. Mm. Mm -hmm. And they're just not, it's not easy to live a holy life. It's not righteous. Living is not Mm -hmm. easy, but Easy's not the point. Nope. We were given the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that has equipped us to live this way. Yep. We can live with forgiveness because the Holy Spirit lives in us. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the interruption, but it's going to be a good one. You know, we don't often have to think about how to live out sins in our marriage. That kind of comes more naturally than we'd like for it to. But we do have to think about how do we live out scripture in our marriage And we've got something to help you do that. We have a brand new seven-day plan living out scripture in your marriage on the YouVersion Bible app that you can download and get started today for free. So head to our show notes, grab that link, and get started on learning how to practically and intentionally apply the truth of scripture in your marriage. Okay, told you it was worth it. Now back to the episode. The next one we're going to talk about is a lack of patience and talk about not easy. Mm -mm. Being patient is not an easy thing. And there's always a joke out there about don't pray for patience. And and that's what we mean when we're talking about don't Mm -hmm. justify these things. See them for what they are. Because do you think God would ask you uh, or tell you, no, don't pray for patience. You're not going to want more of that in your life. No. We need to be more patient. We want to be praying for it because somehow we tell ourselves that patience is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Or Or God will give you opportunity. So now I'm going to have to actually be patient. Right. And that is a gift Mm -hmm. because living patient and gaining that self-control to wait, to be patient, it's hard. Mm. It Mm. is hard. Mm -hmm. But do you know what's harder? Being impatient, snapping at everyone, Mm. being miserable, being Mm -hmm. constantly frustrated because nobody's on your timeline and nobody's Mm -hmm. doing the things you want them to do. Being impatient, it is much harder to live impatiently with your Mm -hmm. spouse than it is to live patiently with them. Sure. Well, that goes back to that selfishness a little and even entitled. 
Mm-hmm. Which that was probably a word for somebody. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it is tough. And you mentioned that was a gift. Patience is a gift. Fruit mm-hmm. of the Spirit. Yes. Right. Galatians yeah. talks about the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience. It's mm-hmm. a gift. God gives us this gift. So we can't say we don't have it. We might not be exercising it a lot. Might not right. be good at it, but it's still a well, gift that God gave us. And we're not going to be. That's why we've been given the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's what he is for. And, mm-hmm. and patience in itself, you can look up tons of scripture oh. when it comes to patience, but yeah. we've got two big ones. Fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You have it. Mm-hmm. And you can use it. You have a helper to help you use it. Amen. And it is the one of the definitions of love, mm. of what biblical love is. Yeah. Love is patient. Yeah, it is. Love is patient. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that patience means waiting on a spouse to change. Mm. Waiting on a spouse who who's not on your time frame. Yep. Waiting on whatever it is or just wanting what you want. Mm. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. as a couple, you're impatient together, so you throw everything on your charge card that you know you can't afford. Ooh. Maybe you're aggravated in traffic. Okay. Because yes, yeah, right. Get off my toes. Okay, that's enough now. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> you know, and and that patience—that is something mm-hmm. that can weave through our entire beings yes. and become a way of life for us. And I think we see that as a society, Mm -hmm. but it certainly can creep into our marriage. Oh, definitely. So you're saying that since love is patient, if we're not patient, it's not loving. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the the same thing could be said for all of these. And how do we know? Because we don't serve a selfish God. Ooh. Yep. God is loving. We don't serve an unforgiving God. Mm, mm -hmm. We, we serve a God who chose to die for us yep. and offer us forgiveness before we ever even knew we were going to need it. Ooh. We don't serve, I mean, my goodness, the world the way it is, and Jesus has not come back, if that does not speak to his level of patience, oh. then, you know, <laughs> nothing does. <laughs> and just how patient uh. is our Father with us. Yeah. And we're called to be like Jesus. Yes, we are. So he has equipped us and enabled Mm -hmm. us to do all these things. And so really, as we wrap up this part one session, have awareness. These are not just bad habits in your marriage. uh They're not just bad traits. These are sins. Yeah. These are sins. And if we Mm -hmm. don't acknowledge that, we're never going to change it. And they're Mm -hmm. not just sins against your spouse. They're sins against a holy God. Mm, yes. And that's what we want more for you today is to not just to bless your marriage, but to give God all the glory with your marriage too. And when you start living according to his will, that's when you can fully enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey.